You know, it was just solid effort. <laughs> no, nah, it was just me, you know what I mean? Just having fun, like, as a teenager. I was 17 years old. I just, you know, I just got into a studio. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, let's have fun. I just started. I learned, That was when I first learned how to record myself. So he used to just let me do my thing, and I just stay downstairs and record all day. That process, how long does it make you, how long did it take you to actually create that project there? About three months, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So obviously moving forward into the project that we're talking about, trap song. Uh huh. Um, conceptually, when you were creating it, what kind of space were you in? Trap soul. I don't know. I, it was. I was in a lot of different spaces. Like you know, sorry, not sorry. <clears throat> was a when I first did that song, I was thinking about what was to come, like what's going to happen in the future, like girls like ex-girlfriends hit me up and that's when i made that song and then don't songs like don't you know i was i don't know it's, i think it's evident what like each song has its own different personality you know what i'm saying so it's just like it wasn't like a one thing like versus like uh i don't know a, an adele album or something like 21 like I, I don't even know if that's a good example like an album where there's just like some having and then it just went and made a whole album based off of that one emotion yeah yeah. In a way where it's like it's incredible to see you'll be on your timeline, everyone's talking about your records. Right. Um, what was the studio session like for songs like Exchange? How was that? Studios, uh I wrote the last verse first. I'm always in the studio by myself by the way. because um, I record myself actually. But uh I don't know, it was just a chill session. You know me and my boy. Like always. They're always the same. For you, like touring and performing, how does that how does that feel for you now? Because it's, it's different from being like a studio rat, so to speak, to going out and having to deliver the product to a live audience. It was weird. It was weird at first because, like I said, like I'm like a low key dude. I try to stay to myself, so being on stage and like putting on a show for people, like especially for people who've seen like a lot of shows in their lifetime. Like I've never seen a show before. Before last year, I'm sorry. I was, the first show I saw was J Cole and Big Sean on the uh, Forest Hill Drive Tour, and I was blown out of the water, so, like, I was like, wow, like, people coming to my show expecting all of this, like, you know, like, I don't know, so I was super nervous, but, uh, it's dope. Yeah, I, I was wondering how do you actually deal with that expectation, because it's a lot, it's quite intense, you know, like, you know, have perception what they want you to be like. Yeah, well, it can only be me, you know, like, I, I will be better, you know what I mean, like, I might not be the best performer now, but, and I wasn't the best recording artist at one point in time either. I could play you a song that you would laugh. Like you say, you listen to Killer Instinct. Like before that though, I was terrible. I was completely terrible. Was some, like, I like the trust issues on Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I, I make progress and I, I grow. You know what I mean. So one of these days, two years from now, I'm going to be a ten times better performer than I was doing trap. So what's the adjustment like for you now? Because it's been a quite, it's been a whirlwind eighteen months. What's the first thing that you notice to change as you start to get bigger as an artist? The first thing I, um, people recognize me everywhere I go. Most of the places I go, anyway. Does that get a bit like intrusive? Like you just want to school It does. It does when I'm out like with my daughter and stuff. It, it gets kind of annoying because it's just like it's cool when people come up and be like, "Hey, uh, I like your music." Blah blah blah. 
you know, I love that, you know what I mean? But whenever they're just like, hey, can we take a picture? And I'm with my daughter, it's just like, it's like, like chill, you know? When you go through this type of transition, who, who do you keep around you to balance it all out? You know, if any mentors in the industry you give you advice? I have no mentors in the industry, unfortunately. I always looked up to have one, but I don't have any. So you just learn as you go? I just learn as I go. So what kind of things have you learned then? <clears throat> Um, that I would share. Man, you got to keep your, um, you just got to keep the, your team is the most important thing. You know what I mean? I realized that like, I, I feel like kind of coming up, I had a team that, and things was kind of shaky. You know what I mean? I didn't know what this person was doing, that person was doing. And like, you kind of got to trust and like your, everybody on your team. Like, not kind of, you all the way. So uh, everybody that I'm with now, I, I love them all like my brothers. So. What, what was life actually like? You're from Kentucky. Right? Yep. What's, I've never been there. I haven't even been to the states yet. But what was life like growing up in Kentucky? Uh, I grew up with my little brother. Um, my mom died when I was like four years old. So my grandma, I have four brothers. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. But <clears throat> my mother, my mother had four brothers. I mean, four kids, and they were all my brothers. Anyway. So anyways, when she died, we all got split up, and me and my youngest brother, we got to stay with my grandmother, and my two other brothers went with the, their dads. So, uh, I don't know, it was cool. Like, me and my little brother, we just played video games most of the time, just chill. Like, he was the, really the one that was out. He was outside. Like, he liked to go play sports and stuff. I was the one that was inside playing the games all day. It, was not, it wasn't up until, like, I don't know, 15 years old to when I wanted to start recording music and stuff. Did you incorporate the video games in your music? Yeah, I, I try to, but not to where it sounds forced, you know. How do you see things progressing for yourself as an artist? Um, arena shows one day. I want to go, there's a place called the Yum Center in Kentucky. I want to sell that out one day. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I, mean, I don't know what, like everything, I didn't expect for any of this to happen, so I don't know what to expect. So I'm not even going to say no or yes. Like there's a lot of pieces, right? You know, a lot of emotions. And I was thinking, one situation where you've taken parts from maybe situations your friends have, it seems like to be a core of like the whole um, dichotomy of love, breakup, emotions, the ups and downs. Right. How are you able to create that over a whole body of work? Multiple situations, like, like you said, there's definitely multiple situations, and I don't know, it's just like. We go through things. Everybody as humans, we go through things all year. You know what I mean? So I had a whole year to make this project or whatever it was. And every time I went through something, I just had a dope beat. And, uh, <clears throat> I just had a dope beat, and I just went to the studio, and I just made the song off of that. So. When you make that song, do like, the people who you made reference to, do they hit you up like? Nah. No. Nah. Nah. Nah, I mean, they don't ever. It's just like, I feel like they know. Those people who know. You know what I mean? How difficult is it actually like maintaining any like forms of just, like, keeping in touch with your friends or even like personal relationships when you're now going to be on the road a lot more? Like I looked at your um, US tour dates, mm. pretty intense. Yes, man. How good is that back to back to back? Scary, scary. I I only I only have one friend for, and he's with me right now on the road. So that, that solves that problem. Are you are you? I mean. Because we're in London now, and your music's taking you this far. Um, 
when do you reckon it will actually hit you that you actually are like people are really putting you as the next coming in terms of R&B or music I don't know it's a good question I think there's a lot of points over the over to, in 2015 where I felt like some it felt like that I was going to the next level you know what I mean I was always progressing and just like alright cool I'm here now and then you know I thought that I'd be there for a long time the next thing you know two weeks later I'm here so it's just crazy I try to. It's hard. Like with like all these tours going on, it's, it's kind of hard. But I try to. I just started on new material, actually. And uh, as soon as I get back to LA in a few days, I'm, I'm gonna continue working on some new music after I get over the jet lag. Like maybe this this platform that I have now, once it's over, if it ever ends, which everything has to come to an end one day, well maybe I could use that to use my relationships to get me a job and you know to be a video game designer. That would be a dream come true. Do you feel that you'll be able to like sync some of your music though? The way I I don't want to do that. That's corny. I want to make an actual video game. Yeah, like I want to do something like. Whenever you, whenever you, the go, I feel like those three go-to games are NBA 2K. Sorry about that. Uh, NBA 2K, Call of Duty, and GTA. Like I want to make that number four. You know what I mean? Yeah, I needed something that's addictive, just like that. What's the deepest song? Um, the one that means the most to me, probably, probably Exchange. No, actually, you know, I'm gonna have to say Don't. Not because that's the biggest song. But just because that's the one that got me here, that's the one that I doubted multiple times. You know what I mean? That I deleted from SoundCloud once, and uh, only for my friends to convince me to put it back up. So I don't know. I just every time I listen to it, just something about it, I was just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if people will like it. And now a lot of people like it. So it's crazy. I would still be working a job if I never put that song online. When did you know? Because with that song, when did you know actually it was? Look, like SoundCloud is kind of into it. Like things that we put in the SoundCloud, you don't really see the reaction unless it goes on to like maybe Twitter. So when did you know that it was really you know, the track on? Uh, I saw ten thousand when I first got ten thousand plays in the first week. I thought that was crazy. I was like, what? Ten thousand? Like I, my songs only had like eight hundred plays, like most of my other songs, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. So. uh I don't know. I just kept with that. I was just like, all right, cool. 20,000 the next week and then 100,000 the first month. And I was like, all right, this is really popping off. And I seen a bunch of Vine kids like making like Vines to my to my songs, like Vine famous people. I just thought it was dope. Are you able now to like, keep up with the whole social media? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always have my notifications turned off though because of like data reasons. But uh, I didn't want to use up all my data. But uh, nah, I don't really read my DMs or in, anything like that no more. I try to keep up with my fans. Like some of my fans that uh, like post a lot of stuff and they'll like post some stuff that I never saw. So they're they're the ones that bring stuff to my attention that they feel like I might need to see. I was thinking, I'm just looking at Instagram. I like the way that the images are shot. Uh, 
um, very creative. Is that, that obviously must be conscious the way that you actually are positioning yourself on stuff like Instagram? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, I'm, I love photography. Photography is like my second love. I don't have a real camera yet, but whenever I get time, I'm going to buy a camera and I'm going to start shooting. But uh, I don't know. It's just like it's something I like doing. I like editing pictures. Do you see your music as therapeutic? Because I won't say it's, it feels somewhat poetic when I listen to it. Thank you. Is, is that how yeah. You yeah, definitely therapeutic. I always tell people that I have a hard time expressing myself in just day-to-day whatever. So... <clears throat> when it comes to the music, I'd, I'd just let it all out there, you know? Yeah, that's, maybe that's the easiest form that you can yeah. convey your, your message. Right. I feel like I got to put all that stuff in there. Even there were some songs on it that didn't have to do with, like, relationships or, and love and stuff, like 10, 9, 14, where I was just talking about how I got kicked out of the crib and how I was sleeping in my car and stuff. And uh, I feel like all that stuff is important for people to hear. Like, I got to tell my story because I know there's somebody out there going through the same thing. And like that's the person that I want to reach. In that time, what kept you, what kept you, like, focused when you're going through such hard times? The fact, you know, I knew that my daughter still needed diapers. You know, like me getting kicked out wasn't gonna. I had to go harder. You know what I mean? Like I, I've been like kind of kicked out before. I ran away from home the first time, and then one time she told me to get my grandma told me to get out. And I was just like, oh, man. And then I came back, and then I ran away again. I never came back. And then, so, you know what I mean? I was just thinking, like, dang. Once I got kicked out, I've been working so hard. I was just like, yo, I can't put that power in anybody else's hands no more. Like, I need to get my own shit. So that's when I just started working hard. To run away from home has to be almost like still a brave decision. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. It was, especially the last time. I don't know. I, I just guess I got kind of stubborn with certain stuff like i'll be like hey i want to go to i'm gonna go to the mall for a second she'd be like nah i'm like what i'm going to the mall i just went to the mall and i never came back you, you feel like because like, grandparents they are they're they're very they're old school yeah they generation they don't, yeah you can't even, anything you say back to them don't, you can't, yeah you i know man yes ma'am if i said uh yes she don't like yes i gotta say yes ma'am you know what i'm saying she hates what <laughs> bryson what uh, if I say yeah, I'm in trouble. Well, I guess she she must be completely proud of what you're doing now, the way that you turned your situation around. Yeah, yeah, she is, man. I took we went out to dinner a few times. Every time I'm back home, she just gives me the. I think she gives me like some of the the most support for real. I love my grandma. So, have any kind of like final words that you want to share with the people about you know maybe some of the things they may not understand about yourself as a person? Man, I I really am like that you know, this that I'm humble, like I'm really humble, like it's not like a gimmick or anything to make people believe that I'm oh, he's humble, that's why I like him. Like, no, like it's a real thing, you know what I mean? Like I come from I'm not, I always tried to like I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. I guess I just wanna let them know that I love them. That's it. My fans. 'Cause like I wouldn't even be talking to you right now. I wouldn't be in London right now doing this interview in the Sony building, doing an interview if it wasn't for them listening to my music. So I just appreciate them.